2: To the, to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
3: Hey, welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour, a very special edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty, Luke Johnson, Kelly Sander, we're all together for the first time in I don't know when, and we are high above Main Street in Columbia, Mississippi, down here for the Columbia Christmas celebration and. What an event, guys. We've got an ice skating rink right across the street from us. We're about 25 feet up in the air on this enormous stage. they're really celebrating Luke Johnson Christmas in the right did way you, here did in Columbia. you say
0: it was high? Is that what you said? We're that's high a, in the that's sky. That's an understatement. We've never been uh, this much. No.
3: We've never seen anything like this. The ice skating rink's right across the ski, uh, street. Kelly brought his Nancy Kerrigan outfit, really? and later today he will be ice skating. Is that right, Sam?
1: And I'll be bashing everybody in the knees. <laughs> he, uh,
3: you've, got your he, lead,
1: you've got your lead, lead pipe. pipe with he, he stopped at
0: the s'more station. <laughs> Nobody was attending it across the street, Bob. He was trying to dig through it and rummage through it, but gotta got to wait till the night. And I want to know, too, you. why are they reinforcing my part of the stage?
3: And There's not... a good reason we're 25 feet up in the air, Kelly. We don't <laughs> want any you problems. You notice where
0: I am. I'm on the secure end. I'm in the more central location than, than anyone
3: else. Yeah, we're glad to be down here. We've got some great guests, too, don't we, Luke?
0: We sure do. Dr. Uh, Superintendent from the Columbia School District, Marion County School District, joining us. And, hey, Chip Builderback, coach of the, the – hey, Columbia's headed to the – State championship. They are. 4A state championship game headed. It's going to be a good show
1: today. Saturday morning at 11 o'clock, Columbia plays for the yeah. uh, for the state championship, and that's going to be just in time for Columbia fans to get back from the game and then the, the Christmas parade. In downtown Columbia, it will be Saturday night with floats, and they'll have all the lights downtown. It'll be kind of like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but a Christmas parade here in Columbia. It's remarkable
3: yeah. here at night. The, the entire Main Street is synchronized with Christmas lights uh, and music. It's really quite remarkable.
1: Yeah. Lot, uh, what is that? That Mannheim Steamroller. You know, had mm-hmm. a lot of Christmas music. And what's uh, your pin name?
0: Mannheim yeah, yeah, Steamroller. It's really cool. Yeah, Doctor Jason Harris joining us next segment from the Columbia School District, and then Coach Chip Builderback will join us in the third segment and. Hey, all of these games this weekend at the Rock. How cool is it to have state championship football in the Rock? And the field's not going to wear out because of the turf. And, and that's been an issue before. I mean, you look at when they play on natural turf, even last year up at, up at Jackson. This is uh, our Christmas soundtrack coming to us. There we go. All right. I think we lost connection just for a second. We're that caught back me now.
3: off guard just a But, yeah, bit. Scott
0: Carr, uh, he was at Southern Miss from 01 to 09. And... Uh, I just remember him because he was working his way up in the athletic department, assistant athletic director, always personable, always friendly. Um, to us and then he's for the last several years he's been at Central Florida and watched them you know really come on the national scene they're making the transition to the Big 12 so yeah Conference USA getting an athletic director but you know we, we'll say all together may the force be with you going in. Yeah he better take FIU. some paper towels with him because that's a mess well, you there. know that's the
3: second one though I was, isn't Britt Jones is the athletic director now at Troy yes. that, was, that was an assistant at, the, Southern, uh, Miss. at Southern Miss so uh, the Southern Miss tree so to speak has uh, really kind of grown in the athletic director's at, department.
1: And it didn't take long for Louisiana Tech to name a successor to to um uh,
0: Sonny, uh, yeah, Skip, Holt. out. Skip Holtz. Skip Holtz is fired. Sunny Sunny Cumbie coming in of the uh, the Mike Lee. Yeah, streak. let's
3: talk about that a minute. Skip Holtz had nothing but winning seasons at Louisiana Tech. He did things that that program had never done. He has one bad season and they let him go. They
0: won ten games two years ago. Yeah. It's it's college football,
1: you know the, the way it is now. So, but,
0: but here's the thing: you've you've got if if you're a Group of Five program, you've got to ask yourself this the question: What are reasonable expectations in an ever-moving realignment atmosphere, as well as the evolvement of the transfer portal? I mean, there's a report like earlier this week that there's like coaching staffs flying around the country, meeting with players in the same town as their present university to try to get them in the transfer portal. I mean, so, you know, amateur sports is dead in, in college no que- football, there's
3: no question. About and so that.
0: you've got to ask yourself as a group of five if you're an athletic director, okay, let me take into account what's what's going on and the, if my guy has one bad season, is that enough to,
1: you know, to get him canned? And it, and along the lines of having bad seasons and talking about football coaching staffs, you're going to start seeing too some movement with all the Division One schools, as far as assistant coaches go, different areas of uh, of teams that didn't play especially as well. I expect that there will be some assistant. I, I coach was going to ask
3: you that. You guys expect some coaching changes at Southern Miss? You
0: know, there's there's a d- defensively you you don't really see it um, simply because what was the weakness last year? I mean, the weakness last year was the passing game and they played pretty pretty well this year and and the the big plays they gave up it was because they're stacking the box shutting down the run and they also Armstrong told his first interview on the show that they were going to play man on the outside in the secondary i mean the one spot that just what are they going to do with offensive line i mean i think if there's if there's any type of possible change you're only in year 1 going into year 2 but you you feel like um, the offensive line vastly underperformed from what the expectations were going into the season. And
3: will there be an offensive coordinator named? I don't think
1: so. No. I, I don't think so. I, I think that Will Hall's comfortable in, in where he is there. Now, I, I, do, I do say this. I think he's, I think he's smart enough, certainly, to, to take a look at, at all hands on deck and say, you know, look, this is business. And assistant coaches know it's business as well. Um, so I think he'll take a good long look at everything and, you, and make changes as he deems necessary. You
0: score 72 points in the last two games with your plan C offense. You know, I feel like with his personnel, he's going to get what he wants. Here's the, the nuance. So Reed Stringer is an off-the-field coach technically because he's he's called the coordinator. So that would have to change also. and Because you're limited with the number of assistant coaches you can have. And so the, the recruiting – uh, battles that we we won in some cases. The kids that we landed in December and the kids we're landing now. Reed Stringer plays a vital role in that, and so I don't see that that aspect changing, which probably means that Hall will be your OC again next year by default. Yeah,
1: I would th- I would think that that uh, that, that is the case. Uh, but they but they have the advantage that the one the one good thing about having a season like Southern Miss had, as far as not being ball eligible, is they can put their nose to the grindstone right away and start working you know on next season and and perhaps you know get ahead of the game
3: and i'm relieved that we escaped the bottom Ten, we're no longer in the bottom ten. So,
0: that's, well, that's one dude's opinion somewhere out there in the ether. Don't listen to him, Bob. Well, and and to the top, right? We, we're right. supposed to
1: be off the bottom because we want to work our way to as, the top. As
0: my dad says, oftentimes it's, it's to the middle. Sometimes, isn't it? Right.
3: <laughs> right,
1: right. And and Chip Lindsey, that's the other big discussion on all the the chat boards. Chip Lindsey, the former coach at Troy, was an OC at at Southern Miss before, but highly unlikely that there would be a reunion there. Luke,
0: offensive. Thoughts and mindset and approach, you know, not really lining up. That's more of a what we had under Jay Hobson. Will Hall's a completely different with with the power spread. But uh, Bob High here in Marion County.
3: We're broadcasting. to ever wear a uniform. That's, of course, and,
0: and Southern Miss guys, too, we'll talk more about that. Sweetness,
3: Dr. yes. so we're going to be talking to the superintendent of the Dr. school Dr. Jason system. Harris. All right, more from Eagle Hour, live in Columbia. Thrilled to be here. Hope you'll stay with us.
2: And miss to the top
3: and welcome back to the Eagle Hour we're broadcasting live today in Columbia Mississippi it's christmas in columbia all month long celebration uh, always so happy for super talk to be a part of this it's just an incredible event month long event that takes place here in columbia we're very grateful to be a part of it dr jason harris is the superintendent of the columbia school district and he joins us now on the set I got to tell you, Doctor, we've never had a set quite like this before. It's pretty nice, isn't it? It's pretty impressive, isn't it? I, I
4: leave the cleaners some morning dropping my clothes off, and I feel like I'm in New York City we look to yeah, see with the gantry.
3: we and... have a double and we we're Kelly City, yeah. so there's no danger <laughs>
1: That's good.
4: That's uh, that good. the stage
3: That's is going to
1: collapse. A little extra weight over on this side. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We're glad to have you here, and uh, you know, you can't come into Columbia that that magnificent football stadium doesn't just jump out at you. For our listeners around the state that may not know, tell them the genesis of this incredible, uh, you know, remodeling and improvement of your stadium that you've enjoyed.
4: Well, I started here five years ago, and uh, when I first came in, and if anybody who, you know, if you've lived in South Mississippi, I'm not a native Mississippian. Uh, I'm from Virginia. I was born and raised in the Hampton Roads area. I have uh, lived and worked a lot in North Mississippi and Tupelo area. But I, when I come to Columbia – you know, first thing you think is when you think Columbia Mississippi if you're a sports person, you know it's Walter Payton, the you know, greatest running back of all time. And so we we sit there and I realize, you know, and there's a, a there's a huge following for Columbia football. And I say that whether it's winning or it was just time. I mean, it was that was actually the stadium that Walter Payton played in. And so it was just time for it was time for an upgrade and as we began to look, you know, we looked at hey, we can renovate, we can do this. Long story short, we realized that the best way to do, to go about it, was just to start from scratch, bulldoze everything, and come, you know, raise a, you know, erect a new one. And so we we started that. So it's been a a four-year process. We uh, hired WBA Architecture out of um, Brandon, and, of course, they're synonymous with building Duty Noble Field. Uh, I think they've done the uh, library at Southern Miss, and I think they have the, uh, they're going to do Regreen. So they do great work. And... So we just really went through it, and it's just been a long process. But just, you know, when you go by, you see certain things that, you know, people, especially people from Chicago, I think Coach Bilderbach will be on, you probably you cannot go a day without someone from driving by, wanting to see Walter's statue, take a picture. And we knew that at the time, um, Kelly, I'm sure you saw it, it used to be out on the field, and it's just very hard to get to. So, you know, when you come by now and you and you walk up to the stadium, you'll see the arches, and it, it, it resembles Soldier Field, uh, a lot of the arches and the columns and different things. And you walk in, and there's just a great memorial to, you know, the greatest running back of all time, Walter Payton.
3: Are you hearing this, Michael Mergens? I know you're a Chicago Bear fan, and uh, you wear Walter Payton jerseys. Did you hear that? Yes, yes,
5: I did. Yeah, I'm thinking you know, about moving.
4: <laughs> the other, you know, the other unique thing, too, is we win is, and, and anything with sports, is sports is, it's all about the experience. We wanted to create just an awesome electric experience for when fans came to watch the game. And so, when you, you know, one of the unique things about our stadium is, up, uh, you know, at the top, very, you know, very similar to kind of your cabanas that you have here, sitting over top of us, there are eight cabanas at the top of the stadium. Uh, they spell actually spell out Columbia. They have their own. Uh, you know, private refrigerator, catered food that comes. That they have 12 hot? cushion seats. You know, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly can attest to it. He sees it. At and, a high school stadium. At a high school stadium. And so, of course, we have eight. Um, and then you realize we were trying to divvy out. You know, of course, people started putting their names on them. And then you get a waiting list. And so people were upset that they didn't get one. And I'm, and I'm like, well, I know we can do it. We only got eight. You know, we'll just have to wait. So might have a bit more next year. Of course, we have a bit video board, which is not, you know, of course, unique. I mean, a lot of places have them um uh, there but i think the unique part about ours is that just really at the top you know it's illuminated and it says home of the wildcats the really unique thing about that coach coach boston told this story when i first got here that sports illustrated came for the ad for wilson footballs and i think at the dedication to the stadium they they showed it that this gentleman came and he spent two days in columbia waking up to make sure he got the right uh, sunlight on this, on this photo to take for the Wilson ad. And when you look at it and you compare them, we took the, the, the same script. That is in the back of that night, you'll see it in the cursive writing lit wow. up. Wow. So, and of course, in this, and it's lit up on we have a um, home of the wildcats on the front and the back of the school board too at night, so it's lit up. And of course, uh, Walter's statue is you know, it,
1: it's illuminated at night. So, but, the, yeah. but the National Football League actually wanted to take part in the renovation as well.
4: Yes, we did. So, uh, we we wrote a grant. Um, Coach Carter, Mr. Tim Carter's um, longtime. Uh, a uh, co-worker of mine uh, was here working and wrote a grant for us and uh, got it, and they, we secured a quarter of a million dollars. The state actually came in and helped, too, and matched that with a quarter of a million dollars. So we had $500,000. And, of course, you know, I think I've listened to the show this morning. Columbia is just a unique place. People, you know, it's just it's it the quintessential small town. Uh, on Friday night, you know, everyone's going to be at the stadium. Uh, on Saturday, when we play for the state championship, you know, I mean, there will be a lot of cars and people down here experiencing it, but there probably won't be many Marion County tags. They'll all right. be, you know, everyone will be over there watching the game. A lot so, to say
3: about that small town. My wife made that comment to me. We had lunch. She said he, she missed living in a, in, a, in a town this size. It was yeah, just an atmosphere that doesn't exist in bigger towns.
4: It, it doesn't. I mean, I grew up in a major metropolitan area. Um, you know, we had five high schools in my I mean, I think in Tidewater area there's 25. High schools with you know two thousand kids or more, and that's great. You know, I've worked at large schools, but it's just something about just that small. I mean, it's just it's you know when I when I say people come out and support the Wildcats. You know, Coach Bilderback. Talk- now we're talking. Nobody really wanted talking about anything but football, of course. No. But you know, it's just that's what it is. What makes it great. And I, and well, I
3: understand ha- the coach is coming on to guarantee yeah. a victory here. Yes, yes, right yes, he is. He is. Okay. It's guaranteed.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I'm supposed to. Say, and I'm supposed to say here too. Coach Bilderback typed this out that with a coach as good as Coach Bilderback and a fine family man, you would want to keep him around longer. So don't you think that he and his staff all deserve <laughs> yeah, this? Is yeah. I mean,
0: this is times yeah. of the year we get contract <laughs>
4: extensions. And- you know, yeah, those negotiations yeah. are on Monday. I
0: got you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can go the Texas A&M route. I'm sure Chip would want that. So yeah, you got lots of options. They're i talking see your to
3: Columbia Jack- pin even resembles a, a Chicago Bear. Emblem.
4: Well, it does. It does. Our, our C's that—that's the uniqueness of it. Our C's on our helmet match. You know, match that. Yeah. So yeah. you
3: grew up in Virginia, yeah. In
4: yeah, sure did. Went to I went to Booker T. Washington High School, same place where Bruce Smith. Uh-huh. He was a pretty decent football player back in the day. When pretty he actually, good. He was all right. So you're
3: a Redskin fan? I am. There we go. I knew I liked it. We, we, t- we tell him he can't right
4: say here. that. He can't use that mascot name anymore. Well, I know. You're it right. I, sh- I struggle with that, but I've said it for 40 years, you know, so it's, it's hard a little to hard to stop. You know? I heard <laughs>
3: Troy Aikman say it a couple of times. In you the can't. You just can't. Look, yeah. yeah.
1: the, the name may change, but the mediocrity on the field stays. The same. This is uh, this coming a from a start. Bengals from fan, a Dr. fan.
3: From a Bengals fan.
4: Yeah, You have one moment of glory, and all of a sudden, things are great. That's it. We won't talk about the days back in RFK, though. Talking to
0: Dr. Jason Harris, the uh, superintendent of the Columbia. Some people came through last year. I heard from 50 different states. And, yeah, I mean, how I experienced this a few years ago with with our hometown team playing for the state championship. And it's incredible when you have an event like this that brings people in, and at the same token, you've got your – School district and your football team on display for all over the state. It, very rarely does something like that come together.
4: Yeah, it's kind of like the stars all, all start aligning. You know, we were sitting there. I was talking to our chief of police earlier, Michael Kelly, and we were talking about Friday just a stretch for resources. You know, because you got four thousand people right down the street trying to park them, and I heard. You know, I didn't make it down uh, a Friday night. Of course, I was a little preoccupied. But you know, all the people down here, you just start. You know, it's just you know the day t- it just it is. you know, just morphs into this thing as, you know just major city so yeah it is unique and this is an awesome experience i mean it it honestly i've i've been to times square 3 times in my life, and and I and I was here about two years ago, and I really looked out. I was actually we were on the second floor of that building right there, and I really thought, man, this is looks like New York City out here, like Times Square. So,
1: so will the Rockets be here Saturday night as part of the parade, or the, they've already been booked somewhere else? No, I, well, actually, they might, I, I'm, but I'm sworn to secrecy. Oh, ah, you know, I mean, it's
4: you know, wow. Dr.
0: Harris, we got about 30 seconds yes. left. Have, do you ice skate coming from you know up the East Coast, the, the
1: Commonwealth?
0: Uh, yes. Well. So, so I've told everyone in the family. Uh,
4: give a shout out. Uh, he's one of the ball boys, and so, and then Patton runs around. And then my wife said we can't go ice skating till after state championship because somebody <laughs> will probably break a leg. So right. We, we, right. we have we do, but we haven't been this year. We're,
0: we're putting in a personal request if Kelly Sander tries to get on the ice, some of those resources may have to be deployed just to. So I the think community. we should do. So,
4: I have a, what we should do okay. after we win on Saturday, Kelly's called some of our games. He needs to come out there and do the silhouette. That should be done. Chip should make sure that happens.
1: Do a a Hamel Camel and a couple uh, double axles. You yeah, know. That'd be great. I tell
4: you what, God, you great. get to choose what you want to do.
1: Well, but you said being stretched for resources. Do you, do you have an available crane <laughs>
4: <laughs> if I fall? Just in case something. I- I'm might sure happen. Duff Industries or Christian or somebody's got something.
3: Thank you for joining us, sir. Absolutely. Thank you. Hell Thank to you, to the guys. For,
4: yes. HTTR.
3: We'll be right All back. All right.
4: And go, Wildcats.
0: For the Eagle Hour, the Eagle Hour, Southern Miss to the top. Eagle Hour on the roller road today again. You liked that, didn't you, Kelly? What was that? The road. Yeah, but
3: you started it.
0: Start- oh, we were going down a road. I stretched it out. Oh, That's okay. What
3: road again, Kelly.
0: Live in Columbia, Mississippi today, high up on a main stage platform, courthouse to our Right, all of beautiful downtown Columbia before us. The ice skating rink. Not just one, but two of them here in downtown um, Columbia. Happy to have joining us now the South State champions of the 4A classification, head coach of the Columbia Wildcats, Chip Bilderback.
5: Coach. Thank you, Luke, for having me on. South State champions. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're still playing when we're doing this, that's for sure. Good stuff,
0: good stuff. So last week, uh, knockoff Poplarville for the second time of the uh, the season. Uh, your only loss was against 6A Pedal, but, man, it's been a great year. And and uh, just kind of walk through how special of a ride it's been this year. It,
5: it has, and, you know, it's kind of unique because last spring our, our you know, our spring game was at the rock and never never in a million years do we expect to finish at the rock not not saying that we our goal wasn't the championship we had no anticipation that it was going to get moved to the rock so i think it's fitting and it's great for our community you know as long as we show up and and uh you know one of the themes and kelly knows this he does our our uh, play our, he does does a pa announcing our football games is one of our things is is, is let's uh, is our house and so our theme this week is let's make the rock our house within the community but it's been- a journey you know um i told dr harris last night one of our coaches added up we've been at this for 19 weeks now um because we started school a little earlier had the kids five days a week and so we've been at this journey for five days a week for 19 weeks wow. and that's a long time you know that's almost like a nfl season and so um you know um I I love our kids. We have a a big senior group, 22 seniors, and and they've been a big part of a lot of wins over the last four years. When they were freshmen, we won 10 games, and that was my first season here at Columbia. And and since then, I I think they added it up. I think it's right. We've won, in that four-year span, around 46, 47 games, and that's a lot. You know, they played a lot of football, a lot of meaningful games. And I think that's what really helped us down the stretch beating a team like Poplarville, who's been to the state championship, multiple times, Luke, is is just having those guys that that have been in those big-time games before.
0: Pretty cool. You're you're playing Senatobia, and, of course, uh, Wildcats got the advantage. You're only going 30 minutes. But talk for a minute about how cool it is to play at Southern Miss. You mentioned the spring game was there, but it allows your fan base – to travel 30 miles and play in a uh, d1 stadium yeah kids a, get to do that
1: it's a d1 not quite as nice as columbia's but it is a d1 <laughs>
5: well we are blessed with a nice stadium that's for sure but you know i, I think it's it's awesome and, and as long as we seize this opportunity seize this moment you know i mean it had been 23 years since columbia's been in a state championship since 1998 and so you know that's just you know i mean and to have it at the rock i i just i don't i don't know what would be better to be honest with you and so as long as like i said as long as our community seizes this opportunity and you know um it's columbia's a unique place we have four different high schools luke and and you don't see that very often yeah. and so and for a small community as long as we can all trade in colors for three hours on saturday and make this because it is about our community you think about all the great football players that have come from columbia you know recently uh you know, we've got a player at Old Miss. We've got a player at State. we got a player at Louisville. But then, you know, you have Jonathan Abram who played at East Marion, who played at, who plays for the, uh, Oakland Raiders. And, um, you know, you have running back that's at Syracuse. And so it, that's came from East Marion. There's been so many great players that have come through this community. Um, Luke, Lo, uh, Luke, uh, Logan c- Cook, Logan yeah. Cook. I'm sorry, Logan Jaguars. Cook, who's at CA, played for the Jaguars. So this small community football has been a big deal, and so you know we do want to bring it back home, and, and we, we want the community to be behind us. Even you know, no matter what your school colors may be, for three hours on Saturday, we need us all to be blue and gold, cheering Bo- us on. Bobby Hamilton, who has a Super Bobby Bowl Hamilton, ring, exactly. With the, East Marion, East, Marion, East Marion, East Marion, and played at Southern Miss. I
3: just want to ask you this: we we talked to her just an enormous number of athletes on this show, professional athletes, college athletes. So many times, though, they go back to their high school coach. They talk about their high school coach more than they talk about maybe their college coach. That relationship, I don't think people understand how important the relationship is for a lot of young men the relationship they have with their high school football coach.
5: Yeah, and I think that is because in a lot of ways you're at a such an influential way age for these kids, and that's to me that's why I enjoy coaching at the high school level is you, you take a kid that's the, you know an eighth grader or ninth grader and you see them as a boy and you're turning them into young adults and and then you know they're moving on to to college and that relationship is always there and it's usually built through trust you know and and over those long times and if you've been someone for four years, there's probably been at some of those moments, there's been struggles and you grow through those struggles and you kind of find out who, who each other really are, and you may have seen them at their most vulnerable uh, spot in their life. And so, you know, um, to me, I think coaching high school sports is is the best job in America that you can have, is because you get to inspire the next generation and, and leave and hopefully impact them enough and change maybe the change the trajectory. And it's got to be
3: gratifying life. to you, isn't it? That it, they never that they never forget the relationship. It, it with
5: you. I think it is. But then it, you know it goes back to the relationships that I may have had as long with my high school coaches too, and that's something I've always will cherish. Right as well too and so um you know, it, it, it may sound corny, but you use this game of football to help change lives and that's what sure. we try to do and I think a lot of the good coaches do that, is that's what they what well, that's why they do what they do. Doctor Harris said something earlier, you know, is it takes a lot of different people to be able to, to to run a school district, to run a to run a football program, and that's the same you know, a coach is a big part of that, but it also takes the teachers, it takes the parents. We have a good friend that says it takes a village and it does take a village to get a kid all the way through and, and, and for us to be successful.
1: You, you talked about being at this night 17 weeks. Of football never goes away in the Builderback household. Your father-in-law is the great Perry Wheat, who if he's not in the Mississippi High School Football Hall of Fame, he should be, in I my agree. opinion. I agree. A uh, longtime coach at McGee, Forest County AHS, and most recently Purvis before he retired. Your wife is Missy Builderback, who the last time she lost a basketball game, I think Jimmy Carter was president. Uh, she's up there at, at Jones Junior College. But your wife, mm-hmm. now get this, you guys, your wife... Likes football. Oh,
5: yeah. She likes it too much. Oh my so, God. Much, so much so I get a lot of advice, Kelly. So, so but um, no. And, and and our son is our son. Drew is the ball boy, and and he also or the water boy, and he's he's on her bench. And and you know I, I think that to, to be honest with you, that's we wouldn't want it any other way. We want I want them to see me as not just Coach builderback but you know I'm, I'm a dad, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and to be that example to them. And and I want them to see Missy as you know an, an attachment to us, and and see what what it looks like and and how it's how it works and and um i think she wants the same thing as well too
1: do you ever talk shop with with your father-in-law oh yeah
5: late? plenty plenty you know he's usually one of my first calls saturday morning and so uh, you know he's it, 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 usually and it's usually if we lose he's calling me because he's trying to <laughs> pick me back up but um you know I, I you know that relationship's great and um you know coach wheat's been you know not only just just a mentor but you know you know i love him like a father and, and he's been there and and um it's kind of been cool for for him to be able to take this in as well too and we coached together for i think 11 years and and you know and we were we were on some some good wins and some bad losses yeah. on that as well too and so you know that's fun to
0: have that talking to uh, chip builderback head coach for uh, the columbia football team playing saturday morning in the 4a state championship another guy uh, southern miss fans have heard of is uh, calling the offensive plays for you and we were talking about him off uh, off air matt kubick um yeah. that he's been amazing for your football team this year yeah
5: matt here, here's the thing with matt is beyond any play that he's called beyond any formation and all that he is like just the most humble person and, and he's probably in there right now in the locker room getting the kids all all in there ready to go and yes he's a great x's and o's but more importantly he's a great person and and we couldn't have had, added him at a better time and and uh, just, just, just a humble person, and and he really balances me out. Um, you know, I'm I'm a high-strung defensive guy, Luke, and I think you've been around a lot of defensive guys. So when I say that, you can kind of understand that. And and Matt is the cerebral offensive guy. That's just you just caught. leave him alone. He yes, just let they, him do his thing. No doubt. And so, you know, and so. Um, you know he's been able to compliment i think we compliment each other very well and um you know we're happy to have him as long as we do have him but you know he's impacted our kids and and he's just one of the coaches and and um it's been awesome and, and definitely it's it's nice to have someone that's been in a lot of big moments coaching that's along on your sideline as well. Today.
1: I was just going to say it would bring an automatic legitimacy because most high school kids want to play college ball. Correct. Right? Well, here's a guy that has coached college ball. Correct. Right? He knows what it takes to get multiple to that next places. level. Multiple yeah. places. Multiple places, sure, including Southern Miss. Yeah. So.
0: Is that, that's another question. My preference for if I was to – Set up a football program. I would want my head coach to be defensive, and I would want him just to leave the heck alone. My offensive coordinator, bring him in, and that just seems like that's what's worked this year they, for the they, Wildcats. Although, before you answer this, Chip, I've talked to several referees who have said you,
1: that on a couple times you've been pretty offensive.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well, we'll leave that out of that conversation. I'm okay. going to answer Luke's question, <laughs> yeah. no doubt, and and I think that's that. You know, you, you when you hire good people, you trust them, you let them do their job, and 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 Matt's got he'll be the first to tell you we got some great weapons to work with and so that makes it fun and senior laden team so you got a lot of guys that got some experience and and like you said like you alluded to you know uh, as a high school kid you know you you all you always kind of got in the back of your head is you'd love to play college football you know and so you you know here he is a guy that's been there and knows what it takes and knows the the grind day to day and and what it put it put an athlete through and so you know instant credibility but also like i said is you know when when he talks everyone listens and that's that's important
0: Last question as yeah. we wrap up this segment. What do you want to see uh, Saturday morning, uh, obviously other than a trophy and a ring? How do you want to see this community respond to your guys?
5: You know, it, it's such a special group, and it's so hard to get where they've gotten it. And, and, you know... Um we're going to win the game. We're going to. We're going to win the game. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but these guys deserve the support of this community. What a great community we have at Columbia. We need everyone in this community support and pushing them, and being there for us Friday, uh, Saturday, Saturday morning. Thank you, Coach. No, thank you guys for having me. All right, take care. Go Wildcats.
3: Eagle Hour continues from Columbia, Mississippi. Right after this, Lori Watts joins us. Stay with us.
2: Miss to the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
3: Hey, we're glad you are. Welcome to a special edition of the Eagle Hour. We're wrapping it up here from downtown Columbia. Rebecca Turner Show next from downtown Columbia. So it is a super talk day here in this beautiful city. Lori Watts is with us. She's the president of the Marion County Economic Development Association. She's largely responsible uh, for having us down here. And first of all, I want to thank you for that. Uh, this has become a really important uh, relationship for Super Talk, and we're just grateful to be here again.
2: Thank you, Bob. We're so glad that you join us. We love to have Super Talk here in Columbia. So
3: it's just hard to put in words how remarkable it is what you do. You were telling me that last year you you got credit card receipts from 50 states. That's correct. That people had been here to this event.
2: Exactly, yeah. So, uh, including Alaska and Hawaii, of course, we always have to... Uh include that because it's harder for them to get here than those of us who just drive, right? So yeah, an incredible statistic for us. The data that we're getting from the visitors that we have, nearly uh, 200,000 last year um, in the middle of COVID. And so we're expecting more than that this year. It's incredible. And the the economic impact that that has was for our region was around 14 million last year. And, and so it's great for our businesses, our sales tax, for local Columbia businesses, our sales tax was up nearly ten percent in December 2020 over December 2019. So, it's a it's a great boost to our economy.
3: And so, when you and I work on these things together, I've learned that you just have great support for this event from your community, from the banks in the community, and other businesses.
2: We do, yes. Um, the The city our local businesses who sponsor events, sponsor portions of what is uh, uh, put forth here for the Experience Columbia event, and the, the private investment that we have, and then of course the businesses downtown who all participate and um, invest their time and their in their businesses and their money in their businesses. So it is a... There is a community spirit in Columbia that we we like to think is like no other place. So
1: now, Lori, when you guys put the skating rink, and there's actually two different skating rinks here this right. year. One enamored with the skating. Rinks. He, yeah, one, one we're gonna get him out there yet. One for kind of bumper cars, and then one for you know full you know figured uh, figure skating and so on. Right. What what medication was somebody on when they said let's put in an ice rink in <laughs> Columbia? Smart, well,
2: but know, it works. It works. It does. It does work. And you know, there's been a lot of talk. Talk about Columbia being a small town. We are a small town, and we feel like a small town. But we like to say that we think big, and we like to think about things that can happen that seem impossible, like our big new stadium, like we're building a gigantic, beautiful new sportsplex that's going to be opening in 2023.
1: And that's right by the football stadium, that's right, right that's across right. the street, like know. a
3: skating so, rink. I'm looking at a like skating a skating rink. rink, exactly.
2: I mean, <laughs> where did that come from? And we we have some wonderful people who have who do have. Big dreams and big visions, and um, the ability to to gather people together to lead them to make a difference, and it is an exciting. Um it's it's signing to work with people like that. Now, it's let's, Really great. Let's
1: talk about the parade Saturday night. That's yeah. gonna. I mean, the whole the whole downtown area is going to be lit up. And Absolutely. I yeah. Imagine a few of the people with that parade will be lit. if
0: Columbia wins, put them afloat in there. Let <laughs> yeah. them come right well, down you know, Main Street.
2: We're working on that. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, how big we want would that to be? be? Something special. Yeah. You win yeah. the
3: state football championship and then you have your Christmas parade. Because exactly. that
1: game is at 11, yeah. Yeah. eleven o'clock. The game's at eleven it'll o'clock be, in the it'll morning. The
0: parade's at six. So there's make them the grand mar the vice grand marshal. But Lori. Um, you're telling us that at night uh, special light shows on the hour. You got some nativity stuff on the building. It, right. It's just as much as we can put into this downtown. It is. It is an experience.
2: It is. It, that's why we call it Experience Columbia, right? It is an experience that is just heartwarming during the holidays. The the uh, the lights, the children having fun with the ice skating rink. There's also a. Uh, fire pits where you can make s'mores with your family you can grab a the supplies you need and and fix the s'mores on the street and enjoy that and there's just there the Grinch train and other attractions for the kids. It's just a. It's great like a Hallmark atmosphere. movie.
0: It it that's that, that's why <laughs> I, we're we're in Jones County. That's why I'm bringing Lauren here because she's yeah. like this is what I watch in July and yeah, April and like every a time Hallmark in between. That's, there's right,
1: movie. that's right. Don't give Hallmark any more ideas.
0: No,
2: we would welcome Hallmark. No, I, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> but but the parade you mentioned is Saturday night at six. It six, is Saturday just,
2: night at six o'clock. Yes.
1: And that'll mm-hmm. that'll roll through. Where does it start? And where does it end? It's
2: Starts at the intersection of Eagle Day Drive and Broad Street, right beside our library, and comes down Broad Street, past the courthouse, out Main Street, and ends at the out end of the north end of town
1: now for people who do want to indeed experience columbia what do you recommend parking wise lawyer how, how to handle that how early should they get here for the parade etc uh
2: i would come early there are we do have a parking spaces map that is being uh released on facebook right now on several different so they might check the experience columbia ms facebook the mcdp ms facebook uh, we're trying to push that out right now about various parking areas around the downtown.
3: Okay, before we run out of time, too, we wanted to let, remind everybody that really the, the activities downtown are all monthly. Right.
2: They are. Right. They are every night, 5 to 9. The ice skating is taking place. The lights are on every night. There are music and light shows every night on the hour. Um, and then every weekend, there are some, if you check the experiencecolumbiams.com, there's a schedule of events that shows special nights. There are some youth nights with special prices, um, military night, okay. that sort of thing.
3: Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us thank here. Thank you, Bob. Merry Christmas. Merry
2: Christmas to you.
3: Wraps up the Eagle Eye. Rebecca Turner takes the uh, stage here, this enormous platform next. Stay with us.
2: Time keeps on slipping. Seven, seven, seven into the future. I wanna fly like an eagle to the sea.